Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just happened to be sitting here. I wasn't personally listening. I told you I was here if I'd known you were going to talk about something personal. I feel terribly embarrassed. But as long as I already heard, why don't you lock him in his room? No, that wouldn't solve the problem, Emmy Lou. Besides, it's a horrible thing to do to a child. Oh, yeah, I suppose you're right. Why does he want to run away? Well, it's quite a long story. You see, Ricky got third prize in the contest at school. We made quite a fuss over him and didn't even ask David how he made out. Oh, poor David. I know how he hates drawing. He probably got a low mark. That's what we're afraid of. To me, this looks like an obvious case of a child's ego hurt by neglect and the belief that his parents are disappointed in him. Very typical. Where'd you learn all that? From the child psychology books. My mother used to buy them all, and I'd read them to see if I was being brought up properly. <laughs> I remember one chapter... Pardon me, when... Emmy Lou. You know, Harriet, I think our young friend here has given us a wonderful idea. I have? I mean, I have? Well, of course, it's very simple. David thinks we're disappointed in him. Our job now is to build up his self-confidence, build up his ego, make a big fuss over him. Ozzy, I think that's the answer. Of course it is. Why, by 9 o'clock, he'll forget he ever thought about running away from home. Gee, thanks, Emmy Lou. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Nelson. I'm always glad to help you. In fact, that's why I like you. Huh? Why's that? You're the only adult I know who has to depend on me for advice. There he is sitting in the living room, Harriet. Remember what I told you. Just follow my lead. Yeah, I will. Oh, hello, David. How you feel? Okay. Ah, that's great. What are you doing? Nothing. Just sitting here thinking. He's thinking, Harriet. He's thinking. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> what are you thinking about, David? Oh, nothing special. I was just going upstairs to read my book. Oh. What book are you reading? The one Grandma gave me. Oh, yes. It's that new book. What's it called? Oh, no, Tommy Tiptop and his baseball team. Oh, that sounds nice. You know something? I've tried to read those Tommy Tiptop books. It's a series. Did you ever read one, Harriet? No, I can't say I have. Well, I want to tell you they're pretty hard books to understand. I've heard that from several people. Yes, sir. It takes a very smart fellow to understand those books. I don't suppose you really understand them, do you, David? Sure I do. I guess. Well, how do you like that? Now, Harriet. Yes? I shouldn't say this in front of David, but he's a pretty smart boy to understand those books. Oh, Pop, a baby can understand those books. You don't have to be smart to understand them. I beg to differ. You are too modest. What would you say if I were to tell you that I don't understand them? I'd say you would. I wouldn't say anything, Pop. <laughs> can I go up and read my book now? Uh, well, uh, David, before you go... go upstairs and read your book. Thank you. <laughs> 
Boy, these cookies are great. They're your favorite kind, aren't they, David? Yes, sir. Mother baked them especially for you. Go ahead. There's one left on the plate. You take it. No, you take it, Pop. Okay. Uh, Harriet! <laughs> Harriet! Yes, Ozzy? Those cookies of yours were delicious. Look, the whole heaping plate is all gone. Oh, wonderful. I've got more in the kitchen. I'll bring them out. Isn't that great, David? Your mother's going to bring out some more cookies. And this time you try one, huh? <laughs> Say, David, you know what I did? Uh, while I was out in the yard, I noticed your coaster wagon was broken, so I fixed it. But my wagon isn't broken. That wagon in the yard belongs to Will Thornberry. Ozzie? In here, Harriet. Who's David? He's up in his room. Ozzie, we've got to do something. Yeah. It's only a few hours till 9 o'clock. I know if we could just keep him interested and occupied until he goes to sleep, he'll have forgotten all about it by tomorrow. Hey, I have an idea. Just before his bedtime, I'll start reading to him. And I'll read to him till he falls asleep. That might be an idea, sir. I'll read him one of those Billy Bushytail stories. He used to be crazy about those. Oh, that was a year ago, dear. He's outgrown them. Harriet, he's just ten years old. Ten-year-old boys eat up those little animal stories. Where is the book? On the night table next to your bed. <laughs> Hope you didn't lose my place. Try reading something more adult, dear. Maybe something with a moral to it, showing how foolish it would be to run away from home. Yeah. I know just the book, too. I think you like this, David. It's Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, one of the finest books ever written. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. There's a certain chapter I want to read to you. Where Huck Finn runs away from his father. Yes, well, Pop, that sounds neat. Yeah, I'll find it in just a minute. You'll see that Huck had real reasons for running away. His father was a mean, cruel man. He used to beat Huck all the time with hickory switches. Didn't feed or clothe the boy properly. Wouldn't even let him go to school. Is that being bad? Well, of course. Anyway, finally Huck decided to run away, so he sawed his way out of the cabin, made it look like he'd been kidnapped, see? See I can find it here in the book. No, here's the place. It was dark now. So I dropped the canoe down the river under some willows and waited for the moon to rise. I made fast to a willow. Then I took a bite to eat and lay down in the canoe to figure out a plan. I had some blankets and a pillow, so it was very restful. You getting tired, David? Oh, no, Pop. You don't mind if I stretch out on the sofa, do you? It's a little more comfortable. Go right ahead, Pop. Speak some more. I says to myself, they'll soon get tired looking and won't bother about me anymore. I can stop off anywhere I want to. Jackson's Island's good enough for me. I know that island pretty well and nobody ever comes there. And I can paddle over to town nights and slink around and pick up things I want. Yes, sir, Jackson's Island's the place. I was pretty tired. As I lay stretched out by the canoe, I could hear the gentle lapping of the soft river water against the bank. My eyes grew heavy. I yawned a few times. And the first thing I know, I was fast asleep. Where's David? Uh, he 
he's on Jackson's Island. Don't worry, dear. Ozzie, wake up, dear. Oh, he was just... Oh, Ozzie, I must have fallen asleep for a minute. A minute? It's almost 10 o'clock and David's gone. He must have left while I was asleep. Oh, call the police. I'll call Mother. We'll get up a searching party. Uh, wait a minute, Harry. Let's look in his room. He probably left a note telling us where he went. All right, but let's hurry. I'm coming. You look for a note, Ozzie. I'll see what clothes he took. Well, that's a, he didn't leave it on his dresser. He didn't Matter, Don't bother us, David Whistler. Oh, what is it? <laughs> what happened? He, he's all right, Ozzy. He's safe in bed. What's the matter, Mom? Well, we... we uh, Harriet, let me handle this. David, something's been bothering you today, hasn't it? Yes, Pop. Was it about the drawing you had to do for the project at school? Yes, Pop. David. David, each of us is good at some things, and... Poor at other things. Nobody should be conceited about being especially good at something. And it's just as foolish to feel bad about being poor at something else. You're our son and we love you. Whether you get the best mark in the class or the poorest, you know that wouldn't make any difference in the way we feel about you, don't you, David? Yes, Pop. Now, does this straighten everything out, son? Yes, Pop. Oh, David. Now, David, you don't have to if you don't want to, but... I think you'd feel better if you let us see the drawing. But, Ozzie... Harriet, I just want to show them that no matter how bad the drawing is, it doesn't make the slightest difference to us. Some chair there, Pop. Okay. Let's take a look. Oh. Well, it isn't so bad, is it, Harriet? No. What mark did you get on it, David? First prize. Well, that doesn't make... <laughs> David, I know we woke you out of a deep sleep. Listen carefully, son. What mark did you get on it? First prize. First prize? But I thought you didn't like drawing. I don't. I didn't try very hard. I just smeared up the paper with watercolors, and the teacher said it was abstract and gave me first prize. <laughs> David, tell me, dear, if you won first prize, why were you ashamed to show it to us? Well, Ricky got third prize for that bridge, and you said you wanted him to be an engineer. Well? And if I got first prize for this, you'd want me to be an artist. And I don't want to be an artist. I want to be an aviator. <laughs> Is that all that's bothering you? David, you don't have to be anything you don't want to be. I don't? Of course not, David. Now, is everything okay? Uh-huh. And you're going to go to school tomorrow? Can I? Can you? Well, of course you can. Then you'll have to talk to the drawing teacher. She's making everybody who won first prize go to the Art Institute. Oh. <laughs> then, then you weren't going to run away from home. Ain't it oh, great, Mom? I don't have to be an artist. Pete's <laughs> sake, what's all the fuss about here? Hey, what's going on in here? Oh, we woke up, Rick. Well, that's all right. Let him get up. We're going to celebrate, Harriet. I'll run to the corner and get ice cream. You get the cookies and the dishes. That's a good idea. We'll be right back, boys. Don't go to sleep. We're going to have a party. Hey, say, David. What, Ricky? What's going on around here? I don't know. I'm all mixed up myself. Gee whiz. Pop's so excited and Mom's crying. Nothing to worry about, Ricky. It's just the stage they go through. <laughs> We're not worried. I just hope Pop's not so excited he forgets I like strawberries. <laughs>
Boy, that ice cream was great, wasn't it? Sure was. Sure was. We forgot to get strawberries. I'm sorry, Ricky, but I was so excited I got just chocolate. I like chocolate. David won first prize, and I only won third. Oh, Ricky, that makes no difference. After all, David won first prize accidentally. Well, I sort of won third prize accidentally, too. What do you mean? Well, they gave different prizes to the boys and girls. Yes? There's only four boys in my class, and one of them was absent. <laughs> You've been listening to the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. <laughs>